It is Thursday, April 22nd. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Duval Motor Company. And now, a guy whose point of emphasis has never been taunting, J.P. Shadrick. I don't know what it's been, but welcome in. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. My name's J.P. Shadrick. Jeff Lagerman alongside. We have a lot to get to today, including the Urban Meyer Trent Baalke review. They both sat in front of a camera yesterday and spoke with the media over a Zoom press conference a little over a week before the NFL draft. Now, today, one week away from the draft, we'll review some of their comments, including balancing value and need. Well, Urban Meyer, uh, we'll get into some of those comments from each side. Balky is a big value. That's big, been his big word lately. And, you know, need and, and all that is kind of Urban Meyer's uh, thing of it. And, and the value is kind of new to him in the NFL. Well, the search for information in this pre-draft process has been interesting. Our comments on that. The off-season program underway. And we'll go around the National Football League and some rules changes that were voted in this week as well. Logs, good afternoon, man. Good afternoon. How the heck are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Day's been good. Going to get better. Well, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. You just keep, keep, the, uh, you know, keep it moving up. Arrow. Hey, JP, the trajectory is up. Okay. okay. That's good. You know, and, and so and here's the best part is that uh, the day has been great so far. It's going to be capped off uh, with a fantastic meal tonight. Oh. And some good fellowship. It's, uh, it's, it's all good. That's a pretty good day. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic day. You, you've had a you've had a day today. I've had a real good day. Well, we're gonna have a good hour <laughs> ahead. That's all we can control moving forward here. Uh, let's get uh, right into it. From yesterday, Urban Meyer, Trent Baalke sat down and had their press conference before the uh, draft next week. Of course, did you catch much of it? What's your? You know, oh, I I, I yeah. read the transcripts and okay. everything, and boy, you missed the the in person. Usually it would be like a, a luncheon, you know? right? Yeah, like a media luncheon. That's right. You gather and get a free meal and 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 hear the coach and the general manager give you absolutely nothing. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. But uh, but I think the insight was pretty good uh, on Urban's part and Trent Baalke's part. It would have been nice to be able to do it in a in a personal setting, as far as uh, like it's been done in the past. But obviously, this is the COVID world that we live in. But but I thought they were they were very revealing, and I thought that Urban Meyer particularly was was very revealing when he started talking about balancing the value and the need. Uh, and we can get right into that yeah. because most coaches they want instant gratification, no doubt. And he's always had that in college, by the way, in recruiting. Sure, four and five star guys. Look, he doesn't have to go draft and develop a guy. Well, you, you, yeah, you, you don't know? need to worry about that. You don't need to worry about contracts in college, but. <laughs> As a coach in college, look, you you can go and get a, a, a junior college transfer. You can go have a great recruiting class and change the dynamic of your football team instantly. As a coach, well, in the I NFL, you've got to be able to do that by good. balancing the payroll. Yeah. And that's the hard part. So when they keep using this term value, value essentially means that you need to get a strong performance for the money that you are paying this individual. So you need to get a strong return for your dollars. And that's something new or certainly different than the college game. And the NFL, that's just the way it is. If, if you're going to be 
a team that has great success, you have to have a roster that gives you a lot of value. Let's hear from Urban Meyer on this topic from yesterday in the media conference. As a coach, I find myself always looking at need, and that's where you got to be cautious. You start chasing players instead of this whole, the whole idea of value is completely new to me. And that's something that, uh, you know, I'm relying on, you know, Joe Cullen and Bevel as coordinators and Brian Snyder, who have extensive uh, experience in the NFL and then obviously Trent and his staff. So I've, I'm a quick learner. I've been working at this now for about three months. And the last, I can't imagine the last three, four weeks, you know, this has been our entire life uh, in that room, watching video, stacking the board. So trusting the board is key. I'm at the point almost there that I will trust it. But as a coach, I can see where you, uh, we need this, we need this, and we need this, and that's where you get yourself in trouble. So it's been a great ex- learning experience for me. And to ask your question, nervous. I'm nervous about everything. I think you know that. So <laughs> That's Urban Meyer yesterday. Let's also hear from Trent Balky the other perspective of this thing. I-, I didn't count how many times he said the word value yesterday, but here are a few of them. I think when you, when you look at the draft, you're looking at value. You're, you're stacking the board based on the value of a player, not necessarily on need. Uh, if you do that, you you tend to overvalue players, and you do that consistently, and you're not going to be in the game long. So, you know, what, what we try to do is just look at the player for what he is, stack the board for what it is, and and let the board speak to us on draft day. And if there's a posi- if there's a player there at a position of need, and we have it valued that way the decision would be to go with the, with the need. So it's not like a Ouija board talking to you, a little different on, you know, you stack the board like you said there. So any, <laughs> oh, where'd you get the I Ouija board You remember from. those, right? Uh, I've never personally played with them, okay. uh, JP. Anyway, but, uh, so, uh, Either way, so that's the difference, right? I mean, Urban's trying to figure out what the definition of value is and balance and marry I'm learning the two. things about you I never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with a Ouija board. Joe knows board. about the Ouija boards, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't, the, the one thing that I think is interesting, what Trent Balky talks about, and you say that uh, I lost count how many times that he says the word value. We've, we've had some fun around here in the past when you have catch words like that and you count them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway, the, the, the one thing I think that is pretty cool, and this is, might be a, a neat exercise for somebody that uh, is into the mock draft type of things, Pro Football Focus actually has a mock drafter. Have you ever seen that, JP? No. Literally. I have not. You, you go to this website, and if you put in PFF mock draft, and you can do this while I'm do it right now. we're <clears throat> on the show right here. Mock drafter? When you go to it, you actually mock draft cho- simulator. Okay, yes, you choose which team you are, so you can. Choose I'm going to pick the, the Jaguars, Jaguars. Okay, that's me. So you make your pick. Okay, and then what it does, it fills in all the other picks, hmm. and then you're back on the clock again at 25. Hmm. So you're going to pick, I would assume, Trevor Lawrence at one. And then it populates the picks two through 24, and then you're back on the clock. And then you have a value board that you can look at what the, uh, the best available candidates are, and they have rankings. And so value would be something of this nature to where you're, you do the simulator and you're always picking the person that is at the top of the players remaining on your board. Right. 
And so, but it's a cool little simulator thing. I just Jaguar. drafted Trevor Lawrence. Okay. In this mock. Okay. Yeah. Now, what will happen is that they will make all the picks two through twenty-four. Here we go. We're going to twenty-four. And then you're on the clock again I'm at twenty-five. The, the, and then uh, let's real see. quick, and Mayrig, the safety went three picks ahead. That's unfortunate. Bateman, the wide receiver's gone. Vera Tucker, the tackle. It's a cool thing. It's a really cool thing. And so, hmm. um. What you do, then once you make all your selections, you're making every pick that the Jaguars have. You're making two in round one, two in round two, two in round four. You got one third round pick. You got your, you know, your late round picks. You do all of them. And then once you're done, they give you a grade on every pick. And then they also give you an overall grade. So it's just something fun to do. So if you're a Jaguars fan and you want to, play like uh, Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke a little bit between now and the draft next Thursday night. This is an awesome little Pretty thing cool. and an awesome little tool. I think I ended up getting, I, don't know, I think I did about 10 drafts. You really? Know, I, I would do something different Ten. every time. And I did something different a lot of times because they would choose some different things. And I would do it just out of curiosity of what kind of a grade would I get if I picked and reached for a center in round two, you know, that was yeah. rated – 30 players below the guy that uh, was top of the board. But anyway, it, it's a cool little thing, and, and it's something that I think fans of any team can have fun with and uh, and become a general manager for a couple minutes. i got to say, I'm about tired of mock drafts, though. Yeah, but that's, so, see, this that's is a little your different. Own. You're doing your, it's like you're it takes playing like a video game. It takes like two so. minutes but to complete a draft. There's so many mocks. And they all changed after free agency, too. Remember that? Everybody well, did a wave they, yeah, of mocks and then totally. free agency hits. And now we're doing another wave of mocks. And now there's the week of mocks and trade mocks only. And, like, <laughs> all these mocks everywhere. Well, it, uh, and that, that's just the way it is. And I, I don't read – I really don't. I don't read a lot of mock drafts. I don't. I like to read the rankings or how they rank players, how they st- how people stack players. Yeah. Because I think in the mocks, I mean, sometimes people do things for entertainment value, which yeah. is great. I mean, and that's the whole purpose. You want to be entertained, just like with the with the PFF um, mock draft simulator. But uh, I get a little tired of reading mock drafts. You know what I mean? <laughs> And because there's so many different possible outcomes, and so and you don't know, especially I, like the seven round mocks. Who the hell knows what's going to happen in the seventh round? Well, you don't know if you do the PFF them. simulator a bunch of times, you <laughs> might have a clue. Maybe you'll have a better idea. You might have a better idea. Well, I know my homework for the weekend, logs. <laughs> and the nice thing is too is they actually have a little bit of a description about every player in there, so uh, you can for for people that are looking to maybe learn the draft a little bit better. This is a pretty good way to do it. It's great. You're gonna you're gonna be doing it. I'll later, probably won't sit, you? sit around all weekend and just just do that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> JP and Joe will be doing the simulator we're be comparing all, mock all drafts on Monday. You know, when we get back, Joe's wife Linda's gonna be Joe <laughs> coming to bed. No, I just I'm on mock seventeen, drafts, honey, and I'll be, I'll be in bed. <laughs> I'm on the sixth round. Give me a I got a few picks. We're trading up. We're trading up. A lot going on. All right, so there you go. Mock drafts are here. We're a week away, man. Finally. Well, it's not even finally. We're still a week to go. But well, and, and, and I think the best part finally. is we're a week away from what, what many expect, that this franchise is going to be uh, the direction's changing next Thursday night, regardless of how it, how it turns out. It's one of those where it'll be before Trevor and after Trevor, really. It could be if he turns out to be one of the greats. Um, 
this is the moment. Well, this is the moment regardless yeah. of what he turns out to be. Yeah. I mean, if, if he turns out to be the next Hall of Fame-type quarterback, it's certainly it's, it's, a, it's a monumentous you know, occasion. If he turns out to not be a Hall of Fame-type quarterback and something bad happens, we'll still look back at it and say that was the day that could have changed the franchise. But, I mean, so this is the day that the franchise is changing next Thursday night. And it's changing with that pick and then, obviously, the ensuing picks. But, uh, but it's an exciting time. Look, man, uh, you know, I, I've been kind of a casual uh, observer of this draft as far as evaluating some of the talent. I haven't had as much time this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But the one position that I have watched is quarterback. And make no mistake about it, that Trevor Lawrence is everything is advertised. Everything. And uh, I got excited about Patrick Mahomes a couple years ago. Yeah, you did. And I said that I thought uh, he was the greatest quarterback that I've ever watched film on. You you did say that. You said the Jags should pick him. And and, and I'm I'm not willing to go to that extent with Trevor Lawrence. But I'm willing to say that he is right there as the second greatest quarterback that I've ever watched film on. Wow. Uh, he's, second. He's impressive. Right behind he, Mahomes. He's right there with Andrew Luck. You know, because I, I don't go back to the John Elways and the Marinos. I didn't watch film on them. Yeah. Okay. But watching Trevor Lawrence on film, he can do anything and everything. And he's got a certain presence about him obviously, and he's had great success. And so when you combine all of the physical attributes, which is what really stood out on film watching Patrick Mahomes, but when you watch Trevor Lawrence, the physical attributes stand out, but then also just what he's been able to accomplish at a young age in college, leading a Clemson team to a national championship right out of the gate. I mean, that's just impressive. Plenty more Trevor talk ahead. We'll hear again from Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke on the potential number one overall pick a little later. Yeah, potential. It's it's not. <laughs> there's still a chance. That, well, you got uh, got to talk to ownership first. Right, and, see, we'll hear from Urban and see what you, he, you and ownership is saying right now. Probably. <laughs> Why are you asking uh, me, Trent Urban? <laughs> yeah. If you don't draft Trevor Lawrence, you might be the fastest person ever fired in NFL history. <laughs> If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. We're off and running. Plenty more ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Starting April 28th, get ready for adventure. Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show and Duval Draft Experience. This is the place for the largest selection of RVs, including new towables from top brands. Factory reps will be on site with discounts and incentives. Special financing is available for this event only. Plus, check out product demos, win cool prizes, and meet special guests. The Jacksonville RV Stadium Show, April 28th to May 2nd, and Duval Draft Experience, April 29th. Free parking in Lot M.
Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open legal residence of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsor and administrator, TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA FSB. Pinpoint, the official signage partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, helps business decision makers like you maximize the impact of their brand. Your company's identification, advertising, and even the words you use make an impression on your clients. With Pinpoint as your coach, you can make sure it's a good impression. Pinpoint provides the creative design and production services for anything you need to enhance your brand, from custom signage to complete marketing solutions. Step up your game with Pinpoint and create the ultimate brand experience for your clients. Visit experiencepinpoint.com. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle wraps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Headquartered right here in Jacksonville, CSI Companies is one of the fastest-growing staffing firms in the nation. As a proud partner of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI knows how important it is to find the right people for your team. See why some of Jacksonville's top companies choose CSI for their staffing needs. Visit CSICompanies.com or call 800-582-0828 today. That's 800-582-0828 for CSI Companies. Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. This is one opportunity, one. And I'm going to put my foot in a batter's box and swing as hard as I can. And I did my homework. Here's the thing. I'm tired of hearing about bad players. I'm tired of hearing about bad coaching. All the stuff you hear the media and fans talk about. You know what? We don't have bad players. Matter of fact, we have exceptional players at certain positions. Some that have to play better, but we have a good core. You're going to have a great fan base. You watch what happens to this fan base when we start doing what we're supposed to do and win some damn games. That's The Hunt, Episode 2 tonight on Jaguars' YouTube channel and Jaguars.com. That's Urban Meyer, of course, and welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagavin. That's going to be fun tonight. It's Urban, gotta, it's that's the first be, team meeting. Like, it's the first meeting. It's a virtual meeting, but... It's got to be weird yeah. to be... To, to, to be a head coach and to do a virtual team meeting like that where you're standing up in front of the room and talking to a camera. And your first interaction with your team ever, too. I mean, it's, it's just different. I yeah. mean, it's just so different. And, you know, I, I, 
I hope that uh, in the future, next year, that you can get back to the normalcy of having coaches and players interact. And uh, I know that this stage of the all-season program is is only virtual. And then the opportunity for in-person stuff will come up in phase two. Correct, which is like a three or four days long. It's not long this it's year. It's not a very long period of time. Right. But, you know, that's, that's what that's – what coaching and and the coach player relationship is about it's not about watching a guy on a phone or watching a guy on a laptop screen i mean that's just yeah. it's just not normal you know so uh, I, I i if i was a player i would long for having some normalcy of being coached in person being on the field in person not being oh hey you know how you been oh yeah good you know and <clears throat> You might be at home and you got the camera from here up and, you know, you look like you're professional and you're prepared. And the next thing you know, you know, maybe the guy's got Cheetos and we're in his underwear or something, you know, <laughs> while he's off, off the camera or something. You know, I mean, just it just it's just different. It's just odd. And just real quick, a note. Yes, Logs. You know, the NFLPA, and I know you're probably going to do this later on. But we I'm, were, I'm but that's okay. Let's, let's do it now. I know we, now. we had a – last week, if you missed our show last week, and I don't know why you would. The logs you had a, a nice run there on the players' association and their announcements on behalf of certain teams that they were going to skip voluntary workouts in this off season, and uh, you were against the way they did that. Well, first of all, they they put the release out and then cited safety issues with COVID, which is totally inaccurate. The league has more safety precaution measures in place than anywhere else a player could possibly train unless he's going to train on his own in some cabin out in the middle of nowhere, okay, and not be around anybody. But we all know that that's not the reality. Players don't have the facilities that are available to them that they would have here. You know, Most players. To, some players. Have, some players, but, uh, JP, but the number is very small. That's right. But to go back to the league started the off season activities really when Jimmy Johnson came into the National Football League in 1989 which was my rookie year that's when everybody started doing it because Jimmy was winning and he was doing it so then everybody wanted to do it and I will say that in my six years in New York we never had off-season activities with my teammates we didn't have it we got together for minicamp, and what we did at minicamp was not so much about practicing, but we drank more beer than we did anything else because <laughs> we hadn't seen each other in a while. Right. Hit you the know? town. <laughs> but when I came to Jacksonville and Tom Coughlin had his program set, and obviously he had it set up to mirror a lot of what Jimmy Johnson did, it was tremendous. And it was tremendous in so many different ways. Number one, you're working towards a common goal. You're getting to know your teammates. You're getting to know your coaches. You're getting competition that develops in the weight room that made me better, that made me physically better, that I could not do that on my own. It created a bond between guys on the team. The guys that were, that were on the team in 1995, I mean, it was a very special bond because we were together, and we were together a lot. And then the bond between the coaches as well, it, it, was, it, was, it was all part of a process that was formed. And it was all in the, in the whole concept of trying to improve as a team because we knew that we were going to be an upstart, an expansion team, and we had to be at our best in every total way in order for us to be competitive. That's off season in that year I hold near and dear to my heart because it was the first time that I got to experience 
a team in an offseason. And so what the union is, is kind of doing, in, in a way, is encouraging not to have that atmosphere. And if the players don't ever get to experience that atmosphere of creating the sense of team and creating bonds and friendships, I mean, they're missing out. And so that's why it's just kind of disappointing for me from the union standpoint. And look, and I, and I understand that the union is there to make sure that things are that are voluntary or truly, in fact, voluntary. Correct. I get it. But, you, but I think they, they're, they're going about it in a little bit of a wrong fashion and that they're almost looking down upon some of the great benefits of having the offseason together with your teammates. Because I can tell you this, I, I had a great offseason. Corey Mayfield, Joel Schmange, Kelvin Pritchett, Don Davey. I mean, all these guys that we had as defensive linemen. Ernie Logan that first year. Uh, Jason, I mean, all of us, we had a great time, got to know guys, you know, and it, and that kind of carried us through the season. And, uh, and I hope that teams and players on teams that haven't decided what they're going to do yet can remember that that's also a very special part of the OTAs that is the, as a benefit and not so much a, a distraction to what the off season can be. Anyway, just wanted to want to say that because that was an eye opener for me, JP. I had I, could I had tell. some even though even though in '95 Tom Coughlin was a total pain in the ass. Okay, <laughs> just put that out there. Okay, we, and, your, your and, battles are noted. He required <laughs> us to do things that were way over the top, and he uh, violated so many different rules and protocols. <laughs> There's no question about all that. But I appreciate him for what he did because, you know, it, it helped me experience something that took me back to college. And it created a great sense of team. And, uh, and I hope the players in the NFL can experience that like I did. I love it. That's Jeff Lagerman commentary for you. Just a thought. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts with Jeff Lagerman. We're back with deep thoughts with Urban Meyer about Trevor Lawrence and the number one overall pick. Why not announce it? We'll see what the head coach had to say when we return. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the Roar as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. And we're back in a moment. We're halfway home. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open legal residents of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsored administrator, TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA, FSP. Dreaming of owning an RV? There's a chance to win one every day of Travel Camps RV Stadium Show and Duval Draft Night from April 28th to May 2nd. It's all about RVs, live music, food trucks, and the Jaguars. Register to win cool prizes. Check out awesome products and demos. Catch an appearance from The Roar on Wednesday the 28th and Jackson DeVille on Saturday the 1st. The Jacksonville RV Stadium Show and Duval Draft Night, April 28th to May 2nd. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity hi folks frank franzi here for the best barbecue in town that is bono's head to bono's today 15 locations on the first coast and six more at tiaa bank field you see bono's is the official barbecue of the jacksonville jaguars you want great barbecue you want bono's plenty of parking clean family restaurants and oh by the way the best barbecue you have ever had so if you want great barbecue head to bono's today the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out, Ford trucks and SUVs are built to turn any drive into a winning one. America's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of SUVs, including Ford Explorer, Escape, Expedition, and the all-new Bronco Sport. The playmaking F-150 and the go-to Super Duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in America for 44 years straight. Break away and visit your local Ford dealer today. Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. Mostly I've been talking to the guy to my left about that. We've had a couple dry runs. We're going to have a couple dry runs again. I'm a uh, control nut and organizational nut, so I want to make sure that uh, I want to know where people are sitting. I want to know what camera, what we're going to be looking at on the screens. And, and Trent's been great, and this is the first time uh, this organization, this uh, personnel, this organization, to do it. So we're going to be on point. And so at this point, we we've had a couple dry runs, but we're going to go in great detail early next week about exactly how it takes place. So I'll feel much better after that. That's Urban Meyer discussing his first draft room experience that will happen uh, this coming week. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, and Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show April 28th through May 2nd at TIAA Bank Field. Factory reps will be on site with incentives, special financing, and giveaways. So... Uh, they got to build the room and do all that, and they've done that. And you know, it's it's a, a different space than normal this year. The normal draft room is no longer in use, at least for now. 
So they've moved, I think, down the hall to a, an additional bigger space so you can have more people in there and that kind of thing. So all that's coming up this week. And it's all coming up because the uh, the Jaguars are on the clock. They will well, be the first and, and on the here, clock, here's, number one overall. Here's yes. some, when, he, when he starts talking about cameras and, and such and where things are going to be at and uh, because, look, the league is going to be watching. The, the football world is going to be paying attention. The football world is going to have a camera in this room here in Jacksonville for that first overall pick in the draft. I mean, this is, this is a big deal. So uh, I'm sure that uh, one of the – look, if you're drafting, you know, in, your, in the 20s or something like that, maybe you're not that concerned about it. But, look, I mean, this is also another opportunity at Urban Meyer making a first impression – you know, with the Jaguars, obviously in tow, to America, to prospective free agents, to all of these guys that are going to be drafted this year because you're trying to build a, a little bit of a resume. And so by making a positive impression with everything that is shown from here is going to help reflect well on your organization in the future. So, uh, so I get it. I mean, he wants to know exactly what it's going to look like, what it's going to feel like. And and that's, I think, why he said that, uh, you know, look, I'll feel a lot more comfortable once we do that dry run the early part of next week and we know how things are going to be set up, and then, and then we roll. So pretty, pretty cool little deal there, though, you know, because there's going to be a lot of attention right oh, here. Oh, yeah. Oh, no doubt about that. Um, number one overall pick for the first time ever, and Urban was asked yesterday in that media conference, you know, you said on the – Peter King podcast the other week. They were leaning in the Trevor Lawrence direction. He wouldn't go out and all the way say it. He was going to let the ownership make that move. He was asked again, are you ready to make that decision now? And what's holding you back? And here's the answer. We are knee deep in the NFL draft uh, process, obviously. And, you know, we're going to meet with ownership tomorrow and, and uh, Trent and I are, you know, working together, but ultimately that's, uh, the owner is going to pull that ticket on that one. And uh, so we're going to have a great meeting tomorrow, and I imagine uh, we'll get closer to a decision. I wonder, you know, if you were a fly on the wall in that meeting room, Logs, what would it sound like in there? I Mr. Khan, uh, we've made our decision, we think, but with your blessing, we're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> no, I don't Captain know. Captain Obvious. Don't, don't right. I don't, what else are you supposed to say? I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a uh, look, uh, and I think that meeting's tomorrow. I think he. Well, they moved it around a couple times, and they, I think they decided they clarified it was today. It, that it it's, was today. It was today. They had their days okay. mixed up. It's, right, anyway. There's no windows back there. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That That's true. Yeah. I mean, there are no windows. You don't back know there. what time of day I mean, it you is. You kind of lose yeah. track of what's going on. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, look, ownership is, uh, I'm sure, is, is ecstatic about the possibility of drafting a franchise-altering quarterback and because that's what truly can change the fortune, uh, obviously, of this franchise. And you have to have a lot of other things in place to make it all work. But it, uh, it is a, a truly a special moment. Let's hear from Trent Baalke now, Jaguars general manager, when asked about the research behind Trevor Lawrence, the Zoom interviews, the, the calling of, of sources uh, around Trevor to get in his background a little bit. What did they find? Was there anything wrong in the background of Trevor Lawrence? Well, the easiest way to answer that is no negatives. You know, all the research we've done, you know, you're always looking for the stars to align when you're looking at prospects, whether that be from a physical, mental, 
uh, character back, you know, whatever the case may be. And with, with his situation, uh, like many others in this draft, the stars all align, and that's what you're looking for. You told me for uh, TV that we did an interview this week as well. It'll air next week in the UK and then on uh, television here on draft night. Yeah, it's, it's about as clean a prospect as he's seen. Well, and that's, uh, that's incredibly rare. If you go to quarterback prospects that are or were incredibly clean, I mean, Andrew Luck. I mean, Andrew Luck was as clean as a whistle. Yep. Successful, had everything, checked all the boxes, much like Trevor Lawrence. And so uh, no question that uh, Trent Baalke is right and that the stars don't always align on many guys. But they certainly were aligned with Andrew Luck and they're aligned with Trevor Lawrence. And there are some alignments of with other guys, but at a different level because – you know, when you're talking about the first overall pick in the draft and it being a quarterback, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not very often that everything aligns. And so a very rare occasion for, for – and, and, and the best part is is that it's – if you were – if you polled every general manager in the National Football League, every one of them, and if you polled all the quote-unquote experts – of who is worthy of being the first overall pick. Would anybody say something different than Trevor Lawrence? I don't think so. I mean, there might be one or two just because, but, uh, you know. I mean, I think the only one that I've even heard that even has a, an inkling that it would be something different, I want to say it's Chris Sims came out and That's said. That's right, yeah. That Zach Wilson uh, would be Zach Wilson yeah. would be the guy, mm-hmm. but he's the only one, and, that, and that's that's amazing. That's amazing. And in fact, uh, the Jaguars had an article on Jaguars.com that if you looked and it and it and it basically had all of people's mocks. Yeah, it's the mock draft tracker by John Osher. Yeah, right. And John right. wrote down mm-hmm. who everybody had picked first overall. Was there anybody that wasn't? I don't think so. I don't think there it's was. All, it's all been Trevor all the time. And when there was yeah. how many how many pe- experts were on that list? It was dozens. No, they, yeah, it was yeah, like a hundred plus. Every week. Yeah, I can right. tell you this. I kept going. Am I not scrolling the right <laughs> way? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pretty cool though. So there's that. And then you know we also talked uh, when when we had to sit down with Balky the other day. He has a history of moving around in drafts. By the way, he's not scared to pull the trigger and, ma- and make a trade. He ain't trading out of that one. Well, not out of that one. He, you know, <laughs> he said never say never on the Ozone podcast when they were asked about it. But really, at twenty five, thirty three, and especially once you like we were talking about the other week, you get to those later rounds. Is the value better in twenty twenty two? Is it you know, or is there a certain guy in a in a p- position group in a place a few spots up? Hey, let's put put some picks together and move. He did that. There was a, a window in a 2014 draft. He said, I, "I asked him what was the what's the, the the best draft day story, success, trade move, whatever." And the first thing that hit his mind was 2014, where he executed three draft pick trades in like a five minute real time window, up down up again, different spots, and ended up with Carlos Hyde. At the end of that, who's now, of course, on the Jaguars roster mm-hmm. again, but um, that was a lot of moving around. And his first draft, 2010, he took over late because of a change in the front office, traded down to get Navarro Bowman, 
That worked Great out. Player. Got an extra fourth round pick. The next year used that pick to move up a few spots and get Kaepernick, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And those guys were a big piece of that Super Bowl run, uh, the first one in San Francisco yeah, of no, the two. No doubt. And, and I think that with the Jaguars, the number of picks you've heard me say about, hey, look, if you can trade some of that current equity for future equity, it'd be great. Yeah. The, the big question mark is, is that you've got to be able to find a willing trading partner to be able to do that. And I think that this year's draft picks are not going to have quite the value, uh, <clears throat> for example. There's that word again. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of another way to say it besides using the word value. But this year's draft picks probably aren't going to have the value that they have had in past drafts just because this year's picks, there's a lot of unknowns with some of these players, guys that had uh, that opted out. There's guys that teams didn't play. There's guys that didn't go to Indianapolis for a medical check. And so the team is making a lot of these selections without medicals, without a season to evaluate, et cetera. So do these picks this year, would they, would, would they hold the value to trade them away for future picks as they have in the past? Probably not. You may have to give more up now to get what you used to get in the future because of that. Yeah. Because of the unknowns that are involved with this year's picks or with the information involving this year's picks. So I don't know if you're going to be able to trade. Now, look, can can you trade some of this year's equity to maybe move up in this year's? Yeah, I think for this year's possibility, yeah. Yeah. But for but for trading a this year pick for a future pick. I don't think the value is going to give you as much as it's given you in the past. You know, because in years past, for example. You can move up around basically seven essentially. to six. Yeah, you, uh, two to one, three to two, four to three, et cetera, et cetera. Right. On down the line, my guess is is that you may not get a full round increase from moving from this year's draft to next year's draft. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I think you might you might only get – trade partners willing to do business in the current draft. You may not get teams that are willing to give up the future equity as willingly just because they're all anticipating that next year, okay, there's going to be more normalcy. There's going to be a combine. There's going to be seasons. Mm -hmm. We're going to have the ability to evaluate everything, and that will make next year's picks better because we're making determinations based on more information and less on faith as we are this year. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, though, to see if that does, in fact, is that impacted? Are the value, the future values and related to this year, are they impacted? And how much? It might not be, you know. It might not be at all. It might not be much. It might not be at all. It could be some. It could be might not be at all. Who knows? But it it will be interesting to see, nonetheless. And, And this draft, to me, because the Jaguars have a pick at 25, and could move either way could with move. that. If there's a guy they really want at 20, maybe they package some things maybe, and move up, right? Maybe. And then also because of what could happen at three and then what could happen at four and five and six and seven, et cetera, the number of quarterbacks that are going to be at the top of the draft. I mean, this is about as a, a, of an intriguing of a draft is that has been in recent memory, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is. I think there's going to be a, a lot of – a lot of really good storylines in this draft. 
What was the big quarterback here? 84 was the Elway and, and those guys and Todd Blackledge. And, uh, yeah, that was yeah, it was 80, Tony Eason. It was uh, Marino, uh, Marino, Tony Eason, right. Kenny O'Brien. Yeah, yep. Blackledge uh, was in there. Blackledge. Yep. So that was that a big, big, obviously, quarterback year. This this could be one, two, three, four. In yeah, that's, which is this, the last time was it 99 where you had this number of quarterbacks at the top of the draft and yep. it was – uh, it was like uh, Achilles Smith and a, and a couple other guys were right at the top of the draft. I want to say that was 99. Hmm. And that's the last time that quarterbacks were like eating up the top of the first round. So that means some good players could slide down a little bit. If, well, uh, all these quarterbacks sure. go, not slide, but just move yeah, down. Yeah, I, I don't like to use the term slide <laughs> right. just because that means that you're, you're saying you're, over, you're overvaluing quarterbacks. You, there's no such thing as overvaluing quarterbacks in this league. There's a, such a thing as undervaluing a quarterback. Uh, right. But if you're not, if you're not, if you ha- if you don't understand, if you're in personnel and you don't understand that you have to have a quarterback in this league to win, you're a fool. Well, you can value the wrong quarterback. That happens all the time. Right. But you've got you've got <laughs> to be willing. Gotta r- you've got to be willing to play the game. Right. You know, to, to, because if you don't. You know, for example, look, the Jaguars, you draft three quarterbacks that you were hoping were going to be franchise guys here in, our, in the Jaguars' history. You know, Byron Leftwich, Blaine Gabbert, Blake Bortles. Yep. Nothing wrong with picking those three guys. Okay, look, you, you, you take a chance. I mean, Byron had all the intangibles, the intelligence. I mean, you can see that now. He's a great coach. Uh, wasn't able to execute as well at a, t- at a high level. Uh, Blaine had all the physical attributes. Yeah, great on the practice field. But wasn't able to translate in the game. And he, yeah. he's improved, but he's still not what you know you expected to be a franchise guy. Blake didn't have the skill set, but had the moxie and the toughness and the mindset a little bit. I mean, so the, it's never a mistake by picking a quarterback if you're in the National Football League. The mistake is, is, not, is realizing or not realizing that they're the, not right. the guy that you need yeah. to have in place. <laughs> right. And then passing up opportunities <laughs> to take somebody else. Admit your mistake. You have to be able to do that. Fix it. Because everybody's going to miss. Look, mm-hmm. that's the draft. You miss. But you got to keep swinging. And, and because if you don't keep swinging on the quarterback, you're making a mistake. Let's come back in a moment. We'll look around the National Football League, some rule changes, and uh, plenty more ahead. Yes, indeed. If you're looking for a way to stay active and eat healthy, you can join Jags alumni players as they teach football fundamentals and join members of the war as they make their favorite dairy snacks. Visit jaguars.com slash community and fuel greatness from anywhere. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Forever Vets Animal Hospital has always been about helping animals with same-day appointments, walk-ins, and extended hours. Keeping your pets healthy is important to their experienced and dedicated staff. From preventive care, surgical, diagnostic, and emergency procedures, they offer quality pet care at a reasonable cost. Your pets deserve the best, and that's Forever Vets. Visit ForeverVets.com to learn more and book your first free office exam today. They can't wait to have you as a part of the Forever Vets family. 
Starting April 28th, get ready for adventure. Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show and Duval Draft Experience. This is the place for the largest selection of RVs, including new towables from top brands. Factory reps will be on site with discounts and incentives. Special financing is available for this event only. Plus, check out product demos, win cool prizes, and meet special guests. The Jacksonville RV Stadium Show, April 28th to May 2nd, and Duval Draft Experience, April 29th. Free parking in Lot M. The best thing about working at Fair and Farrah is all of the employees. We all work together. It's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day. There's a, um, a common cause or goal. No matter what your job is, we're all there for the client. We are dedicated to our clients 100%. We do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims. Fair and Farrah is really the Farrah family. When they choose us, they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side. Farrah and Farrah, here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. Jaguars fans, are you excited about draft day? Get in on the action. Enter the TIAA Bank Meet the Pick sweepstakes today for your chance to win a special meet and greet experience with the Jaguars draft pick. Learn more at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. No purchase required to enter or win and will not increase your chances of winning. Open legal residence of 50 United States and D.C. 18 years and older. Entry period from March 29, 2021 through April 29, 2021. To enter in for official rules, prize description, odds of winning, and other details, visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Sponsor and administrator, TIAA Bank, a division of TIAA FSP. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity whether you're going coast to coast or running a quick out four trucks and suvs are built to turn any drive into a winning one america's best-selling brand puts the biscuit in the basket with a versatile lineup of suvs including ford explorer escape expedition and the all-new bronco sport the playmaking f-150 and the go-to super duty continue their dynasty as the best-selling truck in america for 44 years straight break away and visit your local ford dealer today Best-selling brand based on 2010 through 2020 CY total sales. 44-year claim based on 1977 through 2020 CY total sales. We really targeted a great group on our side of the football. The defensive backs, we got, you know, Shaq Griffin. And you, you look at what he's going to bring, the energy. It is intercepted by Shaquille Griffin. You know, you look at uh, Rayshon. I mean, you look at what he's going to bring. Rayshon Jenkins comes up to the pit. And you're dealing with people. They know that you really care about them, and you're trying to bring out their best. I think they're going to give you everything they have. Defensive coordinator Joe Cullen and the Hunt. Chapter 2, Opportunity Tonight. On the Jaguars YouTube channel and Jaguars.com. Check it out. It'll be archived, of course, if you miss the live stream of it. But uh, a lot of hard work going in to that series. And welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Jeff Lagerman, and Travel Camp presents the Jacksonville RV Stadium Show April 28th through May 2nd at TIAA Bank Field. Factory reps on site with incentives, special financing, and giveaways. You an RV guy? RV? Uh, sure. I think RVs have a, have a place, absolutely. They're great. I mean, I, you know, 
I spent a lot, like when I was a kid, we went to RV places and campgrounds and all this a lot. It was, it was cool. Yeah, really cool. I've, and I know they're they're huge now, especially during the pandemic. Like people were buying sure. RVs off the, you know, they weren't you couldn't they couldn't find one. Yeah, my father in law has one. He loves it. <clears throat> and uh, I've done a couple RV trips in the past. And yeah. One of them out west on a, an amazing hunting trip. It was awesome. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, those things can be uh, truly amazing experience for some. And I can tell you this: if you're going to get an RV. Book your reservations well in advance, <laughs> folks, for the for the parks, because yeah, everybody's uh, going out. The people have been uh, uh, loading up the parks over the last uh, two years. All right, so we got some rule changes, logs. I know the last week, couple weeks ago, we went through the proposed rule changes. Since then, the ownership in the NFL has voted to pass. A handful of these, including eliminating overtime in the preseason. That's done. That's a no-brainer. Thank goodness. They should have just done that anyway. Uh, for one year, they will establish a maximum number of players in the setup zone. This is on kickoff return team and, what, 25 yards to the line of scrimmage. There can only be a certain amount of players to help with onside it Basically, uh, it makes the, the possibility of having a successful onside kick, it raises the chance of it. So that's uh, – uh, number one and number two, they tabled number three, the rule change there. So number four was to permit the replay official and designated members of the officiating department to provide certain objective information to the on-field officials. Uh, No-brainer there. There was some that wanted to expand that and actually add another person into the replay booth that would allow that person to solely be essentially a sky judge. Yeah, That was uh, actually the, the Ravens pulled that back. Uh, and then put their support behind this proposal, and, uh, and, and I think it's good. The ensurement of enforcement of all accepted penalties committed by either team during successive try attempts, extra points or two-point conversions, and then adding a loss of down for a second forward pass from behind the line and for a pass thrown after the ball returns behind the line. There was a Tom Brady play this year where he – Threw the ball, hit a defender, bounced back. He caught it, and then he threw it again. Yeah, because he didn't and want to get hit. the pass. Yeah, and then, yeah, right. So, and then the, the penalty basically would have given them another opportunity instead of loss of down. Well, yeah. I mean, that's not right. Right. You throw two passes, which you're, you can't do. <laughs> it should be a loss of down, in which now it is. So it's it makes go. sense. And then of course the last one, Ugh. which is long overdue. Oh come on. Which is allowing oh. more jersey option numbers for players at different positions, which it should have been, as I said before. It was getting a little tiresome to not see single digits allowed by players of different positions. It made zero sense to not allow it. Just leave zero out and I'll no, be fine. No, no. I mean, dude, the longest yard, the big guy that uh, I think I broke his neck, it was termed a little differently. He was double zero. Right. Somebody should be allowed what? to wear. No, let double zero. Let Jim Otto keep did he, it. Did he wear double zeros? That guy in longest yard. I don't. I, I don't know. Ken Burrow, I, by the way, is the last NFL player to wear double zero. Why He's not? From here in Jacksonville, why, to Reigns High School. Why would you be opposed if somebody wore zero? I just don't like zero, and, and I, I don't know. I'm so just not a fan. your personal preference? Because they started. It in I just don't like zero. Year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so were you against the single-digit rule, too? Yeah. Like, there's a reason linebackers You're are certain numbers. A there's a reason linemen are certain numbers. There's a, a reason curmudgeon. defensive backs are certain numbers. And make a couple exceptions if you have to, like the Chiefs had to last year. Okay, fine. 
Oh, don't change the whole rule. Do you sit in your yard and yell at Get off kids. my lawn. <laughs> Come on. Making too much noise. In the, That's terrible. Walking down the street. Yes, Joe. Yes, Joe. Fortunato. Hello. Tom Brady said that it's a dumb rule because people won't know who to block now. Aren't you just blocking the guy with the other jersey on? <laughs> Tom Brady. Look, Tom Brady needs to, to stick say, to playing quarterback. I don't know. He's not pretty good at rules. it. He's pretty good at it. You know who to block because you know which numbers they wear. You study film. Okay, I know that John wears number one. Joe might wear number 50-something, so I know I got to block number one or number 50. It's not that hard to figure out. And it's not like you change, oh, my gosh, he's wearing a number one, so I can't block him. No. It's where he's lined up at. You could take the numbers, seriously. You could take the numbers off of everybody on defense. Offensive linemen will know who to block as long as they can identify one guy. Okay? The big tall dude with the blonde hair, he's the Mike. They can all (laughs) block after that. Okay? Once they set the mic, they know. Why don't they just change all the offensive linemen numbers to let them wear whatever they want? They're not doing that. Well, that's let a little different free, because oh, it's, it's, it's a little it's different now. Oh, you can't. Oh, the offensive well, single linemen. digit is an eligible number, I'm, JP. That's why they didn't expand oh, single digits to offensive linemen. Don't okay. overcomplicate it. Come on, man. It's really simple, JP. It's really not that hard. Not a fan. And they're going to make taunting a point of emphasis this year. By the way, which it's always been a point of emphasis. They just said they got a little lax last year. And they didn't call it as frequently as they should have. Mm-hmm. That's and like standing over guys. Taunting and that should kind of always have an emphasis. Always. <laughs> okay. And, I, and we're not talking about celebration. Right. We're not, we're not talking different. about a guy, you know, doing a dance in the end zone because he scores. We're talking about somebody who hits a guy, stands over the top of him, and points at him, or throws, spikes the ball in his face, or something of that nature. That's a little different. I did like the playoff one though, where uh, the guy did the the, uh, the victory sign to uh, Tyreek Hill after the final play of the game. It was the rookie safety for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, because he did it to him uh, earlier in the it season. Was, uh, what's his? Uh, he didn't get his, penalized. His for dad it, played in the NFL for a long time. What is his name? I forget. But yeah, no, it was it happened to him. Tyreek did it to him. The peace sign. Yeah, uh, no, look, he scored it. Throw a flag play. on him. Now he did it at the end of the what Super Bowl, I guess. Are you giving us the sign, Jay? Yeah. Joe? <laughs> Joe's, Joe's doing it to, to us. us now. All right, we'll wrap it up. He <laughs> says, uh, "We'll wrap up with some sad news tonight." By the way, former Jaguars linebacker Geno Hayes, he played here in 2013 and 14, is now in hospice care. He's been battling. Uh, liver disease for a couple of years. He's 33 mm-hmm. years old. He's in hospice care at his parents' home in Georgia, and uh, he's looking for a liver transplant now. He's on the Mayo list. Yeah. And our best wishes to Gino. Hopefully he gets it. Uh, he didn't just play for the Jaguars. He also played for the Bears and the Bucks. That's right. Uh, was a draft pick, I believe, of the Bucks mm-hmm. out of Florida State. Correct. So I, I hope, hope he gets what he needs. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, he was – uh, those were some lean years here in Jacksonville, of course, the the start of the rebuild 2013, what the, they thought was going to be the rebuild. But he was the third leading tackler in 2013. Still rebuild, rebuild, rebuilding, this, JP. Still to this day. <laughs> but our best wishes to uh, Gino Hayes and his family for a full recovery, hopefully at some point soon. Let's get that man a liver. And uh, thank you, folks, for listening tonight. We've uh, got a week to go, Logs. Peace. We're out of here. Uh, our thanks to Brent Reaver. Our thanks to Joe Fortunato, our entire crew for Jeff Logman. I'm J.P. Shadrick. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.